Coming to you live from the greatest city in the world, Memphis, Tennessee. This is the main cast podcast presented by your host, Professor Christopher. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Professor Christopher. I'm coming to you from my studio office here in Memphis, Tennessee. And I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Main Cast Podcast. Now, usually, usually, you know, I might have like a small monologue or something like that. But sometimes, sometimes you just want to skip the monologue and get right into the meat and potatoes of the whole thing. So don't be alarmed if you hear it sometimes, or if you don't. If if the monologue is something that you really enjoy hearing, you know, just let me know, and I'll make sure that I don't skip it. You know, you just gotta find different styles for different things. You know, and and, and hopefully, you know, this style necessarily works for you. Who knows? Different strokes for different folks. But I do want to ask. What is wrong with some of these teachers out here? Now, I'm not talking about the lazy teachers or I'm not talking about teachers who are like just really super duper strict or something like that. And I'm not even talking about the lazy teachers. I might have already mentioned it. I don't remember. But there are some very touchy teachers out here. And, and it's not anything that's new. However... It is something that has happened time and time again. And it doesn't necessarily seem like it's anything that a person could stop. Well, not until it's too late anyway. You know, so you think sometimes I sit sit back and I'm like, man, why do these teachers keep touching these kids? It's not. Like, what is going on? I don't think that it's it's a difficult thing to not touch. But then I think, well, maybe, maybe it's a little bit deeper than that. By no means. Now, by no means am I condoning a teacher touching a child or a current student. But I'm I'm thinking like, man, what, what would make a person risk their licensure and all of their education and all of their schooling for a little intercourse with a student. Like sometimes these folks are married. They have prominent positions in like uh, student teacher organizations, all kind of stuff. Might have a, a decent position in the church or, or whatever. They, they just People who who you would look at and be like, huh? That's a that's a pretty deep, normal person. And, you know, they work hard and they really care about the kids. But on the side, you know, they 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 doing nasty stuff with them. And I had a uh, I had an idea, a hypothesis. You know, I mean, because I don't necessarily know what the screening process is for for teachers. 
like if there's like some kind of psych screening or back what kind of what how what level of effort these background checks are all kinds of things i mean but for the most part i mean maybe these people's records are clean and and what they're actually looking for you know there's no red flags there well maybe the red flag that they're looking for can't be uncovered until they actually put themselves in a weird position for it to be uncovered. And this is what I mean, right? So let's go back to that teacher's like upbringing. You know, maybe they were in a two parent home. Maybe they were in a single parent home. You know, they weren't touched. They were relatively untouched by strangers. And by touched, I'm, I, I'm including fighting too. Like, they they just had what you would call the normal, uneventful life. You know, they've never been touched against their will unless they were fighting or something like that. But then, you know, once you get of the age where you're starting to, you know, either like your, your opposite sex or your same sex or whatever it is, you know, you, you get to that, that, that portion of development and you never really get to to experience anything like no no first kiss no making out none of that none of the things that teenagers may do with other teenagers that they felt like they liked so they don't get to experience that part of development and it becomes something that they bury a pain that they bury deep inside, right? They just bury it. And then, you know, they go on through middle school, through high school, you know, and then finally in college, you know, they, they, they begin to have those physical relationships with other adults, you know, and then, you know, they figure, you know, life is life is fine. You know, I might not have been the it person in middle school or high school, but I got it going now. You know, and now they're they're in their relationships. They're they're deciding, huh? Like, man, I I really wanted to be a teacher, or I really want to be an English teacher. I really want to be a science teacher. I really want to be whatever. They might may have been inspired by another teacher to in their past to, to to engage themselves in the curriculum that it would take in order for them to become a teacher on their own. Right. And then, of course, you know, they progress, they graduate, they, they start doing the, the student teacher thing and then they do whatever it takes for them to be become, I guess, a certified or a whole whole teacher or whatever it is and then they put their name in 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 the pool and then they get assigned to a certain school now maybe they start off in elementary school or something like that and you know everything's going great you know there's there's no issues there's learning pains of course but at the same time you know they they may have won a couple of teacher of the year awards or they may have, you know, developed themselves into the teacher that they want. They feel like they want to be. 
and then they feel like they've done all that they could do at that level. So then maybe they get reassigned to the, the local middle school or the local high school. And then this, this is where that red flag kicks in. Because remember back when I said they weren't that it person at middle school and high school. Well, now maybe in the eyes of the young men and women that they are currently teaching, you it. You're that it person. And it's bringing you back to a headspace, although you're an adult. And you feel like you probably should know better. You can't help but to to resort back to that mind space where you were that middle school kid who was longing to be the one that was popular or the one that people just wanted to to be around or 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 a lot of people at at one time thought that you were the the it person or you were uh mister or miss congeniality or something like that and now the current day middle schoolers or high schoolers or whatever they feel like like you're it so it's making that inner child that the inner child that, that that felt like they were shunned back in the day now that's in the forefront so now you're in a conflicting area where I'm a teacher, but now I'm getting the fulfillment that I felt like I wasn't getting back then. And again, there's no way to screen for this. And there's really no way to identify if this this would happen. But now it's happening. And the next thing you know, they've thrown it all away by having relations with one, two, multiple students. And that's what I that's what I think happens with these touchy teachers. They come from a place where they where they, they just didn't develop right in that in that window where where we're having those those awkward teen phases, especially with the with the acne and, and you know your your body making changes and, and this, that, and everything else, and then all of a sudden, you know, one summer, you know, the you you flat you, you leave flat chested, and you come back in a couple of months, and you got your grown woman body or your grown man body, you got a mustache, all kind of, you you know what happens with teenagers in development, and sometimes in in the mind of some teenagers, it that phase of life just doesn't go right. But then once you throw them back in that environment and, and a person has those flashbacks or what, whatever um, mental issues pop up at that point, then the weird things happen. Again, we're not condoning it, but what if, what if that was the reasoning to why some of these teachers are touchy? And this goes for men and women. I mean, because I know a lot of guys who be like, man, I I really wish that there was teachers like that when I was growing up. Well, now you you you're kind of making it seem like you were in the same headspace that I just talked about. 
you were wishing and longing for someone to to have some kind of lustful attraction for you and it didn't happen so now you buried it in the back of your mind and when the first opportunity that you get to have it you're going to have it and it's going to be at the detriment to you your everything that you've worked for everything that you stand for your your reputation your 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 rap sheet your certification as a teacher everything and you're ready to throw all of that away because your mind took you back to a place where more than likely you, you shouldn't have been. I mean, psychology is weird like that. There's certain situations that can take a normal, well, a person who appears normal, and it can take them back to how they felt at that age or how they felt in a certain situation and it can break them down and it can cause problems. Maybe there should be some kind of, I don't know what kind of mental health screening you could have for, for incoming teachers. Well, I don't, I don't know what kind of, I don't know what kind of intervention you could have for that. Because it's such a hard thing to to uncover, like I said, until it's too late. Because they never tell you the explanations for why a person slept with a, with a child that they were teaching. I, I've never heard it. Maybe. I, I, I just don't know. But I, I think. I think. That the, that pursuit that they missed out on when they were developing, but they're getting it as an adult, takes them back and it heals that inner child and they engage in it. And again, like I said, they just throw their careers away. Now you're a pedophile. Now you can't teach. Now you gotta go back to the drawing board and do something else. That I have to relocate, but you're still gonna have to tell people that you're a sex offender, this, that, and everything else. It's weird. What do you guys think? You think that's that's accurate? You think it's close? Am I BSing? I mean, because in my mind, I feel like I feel like that could be an explanation. You can say, why would you want an explanation for something as gross as that? Well, it's because, you know, psychology was one of the things that I was mostly interested in. And I feel like that that can, that can explain why these teachers keep touching these kids. Male and female. Now, I know that sounds like something that you would say, man, this sounds like more or less something that a, a woman teacher would do. And nah, bro. Just think about just think about your friends in middle school who were having a rough go at it with people of the opposite sex. If they became a teacher, you think they would possibly partake 
and fooling with with the the young girls that were saying that uh, that he's the hot teacher now. Like, wow, you're so hot, Mister So and So. You're so hot. Wow, because. I mean, let's let's just throw it out there. I mean, sometimes kids can be inappropriate with adults. But at the same time, you are an adult. And you have to say, hey, no, it's not appropriate. It's a little bit disrespectful in my mind. Don't talk to me like that. You know, you got all these, got all these folks your age around here. Talk to them like that. Don't talk to me like that. I am an adult. And it's just as easy as that. And I'm assuming, you know, that, you know, filling their minds and healing that inner child, plus the stress of the position, plus the stress of, you know, life outside of it, maybe just breaks them down enough to where they can make bad decisions. Stress causes a lot of bad decisions, but who knows? All I know is there needs to be something done. To screen these teachers more. I understand that they're going through a lot. And I understand that they are expected to do a lot. But one of the things that they are not expected to do is touch kids. They're not supposed to be touching kids. They're not supposed to be having those kinds of relationships with kids. Where they turn in physical. You know, there's an old case of this. Uh, this one teacher who kept. You know, running back towards uh, one of her students. I think her name was like Mary Kay Letourneau or something like that. And she ended up having two kids. She ended up going to jail after having the first kid with the child. Uh, with with the child, and then she doubled back again afterwards and had another another child. You know, so hey, there's something that has to be done. I just don't know how it would be done or even if there's like any kind of measuring tape that you can utilize that'll keep your kids safe for people who just haven't necessarily done the, 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 the proper footwork to, to heal that inner child. Or if they didn't know that they need to, or if they knew or not, they need to heal that inner child anyway. But again, what do you guys think? Is this a thing? Is it not a thing? Do you not really just care for an explanation? You just know that the person, that you feel like this person is of low moral standard? Let me know. Maybe we'll discuss it further on future episodes of the Main Cast Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Main Cast Podcast. One of Good Pod's favorite podcasts. Hopefully, it's one of your new favorites as well. Now, remember, please, please, please give this podcast your subscription. Please give this podcast a rating. Please give this podcast comments. The more activity that you guys do, the better it is for this podcast to potentially move up in algorithms and potentially be listed on your favorite avenues, such as Apple Podcasts, 
Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeart, and more. Again, I would like to thank you all for listening to this podcast and have a good rest of your day.